Hello, everybody. I'm here with Kirsty Lewis, and we're talking ahead of the TJ Wow webinar on 19th of October, all about can you really facilitate in the virtual classroom? So, Kirsty, first of all, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. Um, hi, Joe. I have got a business called the School of Facilitation, and it's all about how to design and deliver face-to-face -face learning and making um, practitioners um, of facilitation really excellent in all that they do. So whether that's you work in corporate or whether you work for yourself or within um, the training industry. Excellent. And why, you know, you're one of our speakers on our webinar about can you really facilitate in the virtual classroom, but but you're not necessarily sure you can, are you? Well, my background is very much uh, in face-to-face -face learning. So the world of virtual facilitation is absolutely new to me, uh, to the extent I have done it all of twice in the last two months. So my I'm in a position where this is new to world in terms of a technology um, and a new way of working with an audience and learner. So I'm very much in a place of questioning, learning, a little unsure. Um, I don't know what I don't know. So yeah, I still sit here and scratch my head and question how I make it work. Okay, and that's entirely fair and where a lot of people are at or even ahead of where a lot of people are at. So, so tell us a little bit about going from purely face-to-face, -face. you've done a couple of online sessions. What, why did you move into doing that and, and what was the struggle? What was the difficulties you had with that? Good question. Um, so I, the reason I went to online were twofold. One, when working with my corporate clients, it gave um, extended learning uh, experience to them. And it was, as many of us know, a way of keeping engagement with the learners and the group whilst not having to keep bringing them back into a meeting space or an office. Um, also working with practitioners, we're, we're spread far and wide all around the world and not everybody could get to events I was running face to face. So having virtual sessions seemed like the logical thing to do that anyone could sign up uh, wherever they may be at whatever point in the world. And, and then I was going to say and the second part of the question was what what did you struggle with? Why going on? Um, struggles. So the first one was what type of technology to use. Because when you don't know what you don't know and then you're suddenly faced with everything possible out there, business Skype, Zoom, um, BlueJam, GoToWebinar, WebEx. I mean, there's so many different systems. It was like that was my first challenge, like which system works best for what it is I want it to do. Um, got through that and trying to work out how to invite everybody to come along and the sign up process. The next uh, interesting struggle was how do you record and how do you make it work? I have forgotten to record one of my clients' webinars. I broadcast, but I forgot to hit record. Um, and then another struggle I've had is just not being able to see people. I, I know I really bounce off other people's energy in the room and being able to see people and tune in and read them um, is something that I do really like fundamentally as part of facilitation. So yeah, not being able to see the group has been a really interesting stretch for me. Mm, it's That's one of the things I hear all the time. It's one of the 
it's sort of number one is the technology and number two is I can't see them. Uh, they're the two biggest things that, that I hear as struggles, as barriers to getting going forwards. But you say you've done two sessions now. So how have you dealt with, with the not seeing people? What are you seeing as the positives and what are you still struggling with? Um, so not seeing people, I now just close my eyes and I imagine them being with me. So that's so I don't stare at the computer screen because that's quite distraction. So mm. I actually either close my eyes or look out my window. So that helps. Um, the positives have been a wider reach and engagement with people that I haven't spoken to before. So as someone who runs her own business, being able to connect with others, especially like minded others, that's really important to me. Um, and that started to happen, which is brilliant. And then, what was your third question, Jay? <laughs> what are you still struggling with? I think that's what it was. <laughs> um, what am I still struggling with? How to, yeah, how to, how to keep engagement and how to sense what is going on mm. in the virtual room for the group. And it, I think it's just about trusting myself and using the skill set that I already have as a facilitator and playing that into the virtual space. So what I mean by that is using my questioning technique, inviting people to interact through the technology, whether that's putting their hands up, writing questions, um, coming on, coming off mute, sharing their thoughts and getting people involved and just testing myself to do that and then the other thing is talking to other virtual facilitators to learn from them so that's the journey that I need to go through next so I think now that I've started to have a play it's now go to the experts and ask them what do they do and how do they do it I think you've got an absolute brilliant plan and I think you're absolutely spot on about using the the technology for the interaction and, and that's why I recommend to people all the time is is deconstruct what you would normally do in your face-to-face -face session and then you have to reconstruct it online so an example mm -hmm. I always give is you know at the point where I'm looking around the room having said or asked something to see who's with me who's who's angry who's who's disappointed who's who's on it that's the point at which I need to use things like green tick red cross for yes or no answer something in the chat window do something on the whiteboard and i was at a webinar conference or at a webinar marketing conference yesterday put on by a platform on 24 and they talked about digital body language and i thought that was a really interesting terminology because you're right you can't see them and they can't see you so using that way of doing things instead you can get really quite successful with that that sounds good. So, the, I mean, the question that we're discussing on, on Thursday the 19th is, can you really facilitate a virtual classroom? So I get the sense that you're still very much at the mm, not sure end of things. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. And, and I think that's really good because, you know, we've got obviously I'm, I'm a huge, huge advocate for online virtual facilitation in the in the classroom and using that platform. We've got uh, a couple of other speakers as well who've done a lot and are quite really quite positive about it and had a lot of success. And I think what's brilliant about you coming along, Kirsty, and thank you so much for, for 
giving us your time is that you are in that position of going, I don't know. And it is scary. And I'm just learning and dipping my toe in the water. That's such an important voice to have rather than just loads of people going, yeah, of course you can do it. It's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. So we look forward um, to chatting to you more. And it will be, what, your third time uh, on a webinar? Yes, absolutely. First time as a panellist and the third webinar. Third time lucky. Excellent. Well, I'm sure it'd be absolutely great. And we look forward to speaking to you more. Thanks, Kirsty. My pleasure.